Hey everybody, uh, welcome to TCR. This is Caleb. Um, obviously, if you're a weekly listener, uh, you know that we haven't had an episode in a couple of weeks. Um, this was actually recorded, uh, I don't even remember when, a couple of weeks ago. This is our Green Inferno episode, part of our uh, our uh Cannibal uh, Rants uh, limited series. Uh, since Doug's not here, I'll throw that in for you. Um, yeah, and this ended up being uh, the series finale of our uh, Cannibal Rants uh, limited series. Because, uh, uh, because my, and my whole family uh, uh, got sick uh, with uh, COVID-19. Um really weird um i remember the episode where doug and i were discussing it uh, as it was just kind of a news story um uh and i remember thinking i remember saying on the show even i was like i think this is covid19 is a big deal and if uh, obviously um you know uh it, it ended up being a global pandemic uh we've been recording the show remotely ever since march um uh, and, you know, uh, and I'll probably talk about it a little more. Very frustrating for me because my family has been very safe. Um, we don't go anywhere. We don't do anything. We haven't seen our extended family in, in almost a year. And um, uh, my wife, through the careless acts of others, uh, you know, contracted um, the illness and then spread it to our uh, four-year-old son. And, uh, that was very, um, it was a very scary time, um, and, you know, I won't go into into great detail, but some people are like, oh, it was like a bad cold, and I got better. Well, uh, my family did not experience that, um, it was a very scary couple of weeks, uh, and then I also got sick, however, uh, I never tested positive, uh, for COVID, so it would appear that I have not had it yet, um. But uh, luckily, uh, my family is on the mend, and that means that we can kind of start to get back to um, uh, things as they normally are, uh, which means, hey, new episode, air quotes, new episode of TCR. Uh, this is going to be our truncated, like, official finale for the Cannibal Rants. We were going to watch Cannibal Holocaust. But, um, you know, obviously, uh, through forces we could not control. Well, you could control it if you just wear your fucking mask. But, uh, hey, hey, what do I know? Um, this is living, lived through it. Uh, lived through being infected by, by that very problem there. But, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, couldn't control it. Uh, missed out on Cannibal Holocaust. Sorry about that. Um, you know, uh, I don't think we had announced it until this episode you're about to listen to, but that was going to be, you know, the last one we went out on, but that's all right. Cause we, we end on green inferno, which, um, I'll give you like a little spoiler. Like as a movie, I didn't enjoy while watching, but I had a lot of fun talking, uh, to Doug and Kendall about, and that's kind of what, uh, that's what I dig about this show is that sometimes we watch poopy movies. Um, <laughs> uh, that's unintentional, but this is a poopy movie. You'll see if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> but sometimes we watch movies that aren't that great, and then, um, but then I end up having a really good time talking about them uh, with my friends. And 
you know, that's kind of what this show is all about. I'm glad you guys dig it and you listen every week. But for me, it's just an excuse uh, to talk to two of my favorite people and just kind of break down either really great movies or really terrible movies. Um, but we, we try to have fun while we do it, no matter what. Um, so this is the Green Inferno podcast. And, um, yeah. And then uh, we're doing a Christmas uh, podcast uh, starting next week. We're getting back on the horse. So if you're listening to this today, next week uh, the Christmas series starts. Um, and Doug sent me uh, your as in Y-O-U-R, that's right, we're doing home invasion films uh, for Christmas, and uh, we got some really great ones, and uh, uh, I'll break in a little later uh, after the Green Inferno episode to let you know uh, what we're kicking things off with, but hey, um, do me a favor, Um, if you're listening to this, um, please be very safe. Um, wear your mask if you got to be around other people, and try not to go unnecessary places. Um, I know we're all, you know, I just all the people traveling for the holidays. I just, I, I, I hope that that if you're listening to this, you understand that, like, um, you know, this thing is scary and it can happen. And I just hope you're taking it seriously and being safe. If not for yourself, then do it for the people around you. Um, you know. Let's let's be a community, right? Let's fucking let's. I need to forgive the people that selfishly infected my family. It's gonna take me a little while. I don't I don't know I'm gonna be able to do it. I was very 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 upset, but um, you know, it, it, it can get better if we just treat each other um, the way you know that we would treat our own family. And so I don't know. Just be safe is all I'm saying. Be smart. Be safe. Be careful. Um, and, uh, TCR's back, uh, <laughs> that might be upsetting to some of you, are like, no, <laughs> the show I hate to listen to has returned. <laughs> I sincerely hope some of you are hate listeners. <laughs> Who's listened to three years of this <laughs> in protest? That would fucking kill me. Anyway, um, yeah, we're back, uh, next week, kicking it off home invasion style. Uh, Alright, so please enjoy the Green Inferno. This is a really fun episode from my memory, I don't know. Um, But I remember having a lot of fun while we talked about it. And I'm going to listen to this one. You guys know I don't listen that often. But um, I'm going to listen to this one because I'm going to hear what I sounded like two weeks before the the worst two weeks of my life. So I'm just curious uh, what that world is like because it feels very surreal on this side. Alright, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, you know, I like to ramble and, uh, but it's, uh, I just kind of wanted to give you guys a head up about why we were gone and the fact that we are going to be back. And so, um, we really appreciate everybody hanging out and listening and, uh, you know, we're going to get through the holiday season together, uh, here at TCR cause that's what we do. All right, let's roll this motherfucker. Um, I saw somebody shared this fucking coca-cola commercial and they're like watch this new coca-cola christmas commercial and have your tissues ready and then i watched it and it was a fucking coca-cola commercial and i was just like fuck you coca-cola doesn't care about us it's a giant conglomerate i fucking hate shit like that they're like oh my god you guys look what wendy said about the holidays 
<laughs> what was unique about this Coca-Cola commercial it that was they just could have a, been talking about? It was about? just a dad taking a letter to Santa, and he goes on the fucking... fucking a polar bear? Yeah. He goes on this whole fucking journey, like... He has to, like, swim in the ocean and, like, climb a mountain. And he gets all the way there. And he gets to the North Pole just in time to drop the letter off. Oh, but the North Pole's already closed because it's Christmas. And then a fucking Coca-Cola big rig shows up and gives him a ride back home. And then when he gets there... large march? Yeah. When he gets there, the driver of the big rig hands him uh, the envelope and he opens it and it says, Dear Santa, bring my dad home for Christmas. And it's like, he could have been home for Christmas if he wasn't too busy taking a fucking letter. Yeah, to the that's North the Pole. fucking stupid fucking part of it. It's just like moral of the story is open your kids' letters. Yeah, before you travel thousands of miles with them. I know. Or put it in a fucking mailbox. He well, that there's a whole there's a whole thing, but and they were just like, oh man, and like all these people were sharing it, and they were like, I'm ugly crying right now, and I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> Fucking Coca! They make sugar water that obese people can't stop drinking until they cut their fucking feet off. Bells will be ringing. Santa Claus. (laughs) 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 I'm over here eating stage planks. I can't really say anything. (laughs) Yeah, but you're not like. I haven't had those in forever. You haven't had the chocolate coconut ones. Girl. Yeah, but you're not like, oh my god, you guys, stage planks put out this fucking ad, and this dad. I got out of the truck and they handed me stage planks. <laughs> fucking. This is hate. Oh, it makes me so mad. So it's like, oh my god. <laughs> they don't care. They want you to buy their stupid fucking soda. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, I know. I hate any time. I, I hate any time a corporation acts like it's my friend. You remember when Pepsi solved racism with one of those Kardashians? When they set Michael Jackson's hair on fire? <laughs> uh. Note all of the mutilations, bodily dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. Please do not attempt any of these stunts at home. Thank you. Drop it, Buster. It's the holiday season. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Stop it! I don't have gay jungle fever. Music is my life. <laughs> After the Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> Hart, you want to load me up with a little more there? It is good. <laughs> Stick a fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Who wants some man meat? I do. I want some man meat. Carpenter Rants.
Hey everybody, welcome to TCR. Three nobodies talking about the horror film genre. We're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. And it's the holiday season. You guys don't forget to check out that Coca-Cola commercial. Gather your loved ones around a fire. Actually, don't get anywhere near your... Yeah, don't get anywhere near your loved ones if you if you love them. <laughs> Please. Oh man, it's another uh, great day here. Uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, just gotta be the only country in the world um, that's just like, <laughs> uh, uh-uh. in America we punch COVID in the face, and it's like you really don't have to do that. You could just fucking. Just stay at your house, throw a little piece of fabric on your old face there, and uh, things would probably be much better off than they are now. But no, that's but that American my freedom. <laughs> that's that American grit, brother. We fucking. It's that American shit. <laughs> Got him. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a boot in COVID's ass. It's the American way. I can't believe that Toby Keith is where's not. The, where's the Toby yeah. Keith COVID album? <laughs> he just changes like a few words. <laughs> How do you like my mask? Now that's on my face. <laughs> this is too far. <laughs> Oh man, um, <laughs> that tickled me. Well, folks, as you know, it's the holiday season, and it's our uh, limited series no! for Thanksgiving. Uh, the Cannibal Rants. That's right. We are as you sit down and have a a Zoom meal with your loved ones. Um, recommend a nice cannibal movie for them to watch as they're stuffing down some stuffing. Um, you know, it's a really good time. And, uh, so far, uh, we have covered, uh, you know, uh, blood diner, which, you know, why even, why even talk about any other movies? I don't, I don't know why. Recommend blood diner and nothing else. Yeah. Why didn't we just, why wasn't that the series finale right there? Um, we can watch it again. <laughs> can we? Um, and then, uh, last week, of course, covered Bone Tomahawk, which was, uh, you know, what a gem that was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this week, uh, we're talking about Eli Roth's, you see, there's where the trouble is, uh, the Green Inferno. <laughs> um, I've never seen this film. And, uh. And so this was a first time watch for me. Doug, you've seen this movie before. I sure have. Um, and uh, you enjoyed it before. Did you enjoy it again? Yeah, I did. I'm going to uh, assume you hated this. Oh, man. By the tone of your, uh, tone of your voice. <laughs> so with a fiery passion. With a, gr- a really? green inferno burned in my heart for an hour and 40 minutes. Um, I just don't like Eli Roth's movies and I don't either but I, I I like this one I mean it's not the best movie ever made but it is oh. a watchable film oh, man. to me I just well more than I think his movie I think it's his writing that I just fucking can't stand um cause everyone in, in his movie 
Uh, it's just awful. And there's just a lot of bad actors in this movie. Now, there's some cool-looking gore in this movie, for sure. Um, and if it had just been that, maybe. But there's some... There's some just goofy fucking shit in here, so... And a moment that I will argue should have won this movie a Best Editing Oscar, but we'll get to that um, before... Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah through your curveball. Um, there's an editor who did some incredible work in this movie, was not recognized, and I will I will point out the moment uh, that it was completely overlooked for. But that's later in the film, you guys. Um, before we get into that, Doug... I'm going to need you to carve me up some fat deets. Hi. I made it like Thanksgiving. With the carving. Okay. Doug stuffed me with some fat deets. (laughs) I prefer that one. I don't. (laughs) Well, it was released September 25th, 2015. Uh, So, oh, never mind. Yes, go ahead. No, I was about to say something stupid that I was completely wrong about. Oh, really? <laughs> Directed by Eli Roth, screen by, <laughs> screenplay by Eli, Eli, Eli Roth, and Guillermo Am- Amiibo? Good for him. And uh, a budget of $5 million with a return of $12.9 million. I'm surprised by both of those numbers. What's surprising about the five? Probably million? most of it less. is, is I don't know, scouting locations and plane trips. Yeah, I'm, travel probably figured a lot into that. Uh, I saw Jason Blum's name in this movie. Is it a Blumhouse movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's a Universal and yeah, Blumhouse. They thing. got that. They're you know they're in bed together. Wait till Blumhouse makes that new Universal commercial where you're just like, oh my God, the minions brought that little girl's dad back from the desert. <laughs> Hate it. Um, movie starts out as Fern Gully, by the way. I don't know if everybody else uh, felt that way. I certainly did. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, then we get uh, youths protesting. Um, Utes. Youths, yeah, youths. Couple of youths. Couple of youths. <laughs> uh, what is a ute? Um, Should have watched my cousin Vinny. That's a great movie. They're still talking. <laughs> <laughs> Abort. Um, all right, so yeah, so that we got some youths. Uh, they're organized. They're protesting. They're on a hunger strike. Um. And, uh, you know, even though, as we learn 10 or 15 minutes from now, um, activism is so fucking gay, which is a quote from the film. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, and then, and the, the protesting is all kind of in the background. Um, and we follow our main character, whose name I don't know. Justine. She's Justine. one of the only couple people whose names I remember. That's right. Um, I know her, and you may know her as Francesca from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's like the only other thing I've ever oh. seen that she's in. That is uh, Eli Roth's wife. Interesting. Really? 
I did not know that. You know, I was looking at this cast while I was watching, and um, when you pull them up on IMDb, um, and not surprisingly, um, this is the thing they are all most known for. <laughs> Went a ton of weren't a ton of stellar careers that were launched here out of the Green Inferno. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, so we get the uh, we get the lecture about um, female uh, genitalia uh, mutilation um, in Africa and other countries. And then uh, this white girl is like, hey, my dad's a lawyer of the UN. we got to do something about this. And I wrote, good thing that this white girl <laughs> has learned about a human atrocity so that we can, we can do something about it. <laughs> um, when uh, someone overhears... Uh, that her dad is a, a lawyer for the UN, and uh, and then it's a um, a gentleman named don't remember his name either. Um, Alejandro, like the mm, no the main the guy, no the guy the bigger guy. Oh, uh, Judah. Oh. Judah. Jonah. 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 Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> whatever it was um he he invites her to join their fucking hippie activism group um and so she does she goes to check it out but then she says something like you know super white and privileged and uh they all get super offended that she's not taking their their activism like really fucking seriously um and this Alejandro is that the main guy Sure. Just a fucking, uh, just, I'm calling him brute because he's about as brute as it gets. That works. Um, Definitely a brute. And also, he fucking sucks. God, this guy sucks. Um, so then he, like, goes to her and he's all like, you didn't take my activism seriously enough. And then she's like, my bad. Can I still be part of your club? And he's like, yes. This is all dialogue. Um, <laughs> it really was. All right. Well, here's the, this is there's so much setup. You just gotta like plow through it till you get to their big plan. Is there is a construction company destroying um, jungles and killing natives in Peru or outside yes. of Peru, something like that. Um, they're going to go Peru adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna go and stage a demonstration. And he's got all these followers on Twitter, by the way. Um, they're going to blow this thing wide open. But, like, I was sitting there thinking, like, you can't just make something go viral. Like, I like to imagine that they staged that whole thing, and they got all that footage, and then, like, they got, like, maybe, like, seven or eight retweets. (laughs) Would have been fun. Um, the Spy Kids kid is there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. As the kid that gets beat to death with a log, if you remember that. Do you know that he's married to Megan Trainer? I just learned that. Who is Megan Trainer? The All About That Bass girl. All about that bass. Oh yeah, yeah, she's a pop singer, right? Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Got it. Well, uh, good for the Spy Kids kid. Good for Spy Kid. 
He's also good looking, on you, Spy Kid. He's also real thin in this movie. I was really worried about him, honestly. I would. <laughs> he's too thin. Um, he also looks like my cousin. Maybe that's why I didn't like his face. That's how I watch cousin movies. Spy Kid. Guy looks, <laughs> guy looks like my cousin, Spy Kid. The name, is a, the name is a coincidence. <laughs> um, so, Leland uh, Spockhead. I'm sorry. Leland Spockhead. That's it. Uh, whenever Justine is leaving, her fucking roommate is uh, saying goodbye to her. And I just wrote, I can't believe this blonde actress hasn't blown up. Comma. Oh, she oh is yeah, I the can. The worst thing ever. She's so bad. She's awful. There's a moment where she like looks away like she doesn't want to say what she's about to say and I'm like how can a look off camera be the worst acting I've ever seen but it happened I've seen she was there she's someone's fucking cousin or something that or someone's um, fucking cousin that too she won a fucking Hardy's pool game off a cup to be in that movie or something she is just fucking terrible Um, all right. So as the, you know, uh, the group is together, they're heading down to the jungle. Um, Judah Jonah, whatever his name is, um, he's, he's crushing hard on Justine. And, um, I got a quotation here, um, that I didn't appreciate is when, uh, spy kid tells him you're a fat guy in love. (laughs) And I'm like, that's hurtful because that's a real thing. I was fat my whole life and I was always in love with any girl that accidentally bumped into me and which was easy because I took up a lot of space and uh, you know that's a real that's a real thing to experience to be the fat guy that everyone's like oh man you're so snuggly so um, but his <laughs> that's it not gonna fuck you Just <laughs> yeah that's all. you're not I didn't say it. Oh, never mind. that was not funny yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> But his pain is short-lived, guys. Don't worry. He's not going to be a fat guy in love for long. In fact, he's going to lose a lot of weight real soon. Um, <laughs> he's going to be a dead guy in love. Yeah. And then we got the... Uh, I got... There's some nice upbeat Latin road music here when they get into their fucking rickshaws, which one of them just says Rocky Four on the back of it. I don't know what that was about. One of them says Brad Pitt. The other one says Madonna. One says Rocky Four. I think it's just whatever fucking English words they knew that to appeal to tourists. <laughs> Rocky Four. Let's that, that Rocky Four rickshaw, guys. <laughs> that was so great. Um, so uh, then they they get off the rickshaws, get into boats, um, and then th- all of this looks real good. I like all the I like all the shots of the jungle, but she's got great production value there, so. Yeah, there's a lot of great shots of yeah. um, uh, of the jungle and all that shit, and where they're going down the riverbank, and there's those jaguars sitting on those fucking uh, rocks and shit. It was really cool. Looking. Yeah, that black jaguar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so uh, let's see. Um. Oh, Spy Kids has got to go potty. Um, 
so that you know you know when you're on your boat going down the fucking whatever Peruvian river and then your spy kid is like can we pull this boat over so I can pee now cousin spy kid I told you to go <laughs> potty before we left um, well Justine's gotta go too so she grabs a machete I thought I actually did like this moment where he asks if there's another machete and then this dude just fucking hands him a handgun mm-hmm um and then uh, I'm curious. Go for it. I mean, you you guys are guys. You have penises. Yes. So, um, would you feel the need to go all the way into the woods to take a leak? Would you just stand at the edge and just far enough away so nobody would see I your would, wiener? I would get now. There's a there's different people who do different things. I would get just out of like sight enough to be able to comfortably go. Um, I've been on road trips with people who just hop out of the car and stand on the side of the road and just pee just right there. So I don't, it's really open. And then to, you married her. That's, that's <laughs> right. Whip it out, baby. <laughs> Cousin spy kid, you better avert your gaze. That's my you woman. Up, uh, you best look at the Wendy's across the street. <laughs> oh, he then got a free shot. Don't look back here. <laughs> I was just about to do it. <laughs> um, this is where it's <laughs> where Spy Kid gets a, a tarantula real close to his shaft. Interesting shot in the movie where they're like, We're gonna get a lot of dick neck in this shot. Um Yeah. It's something dick you don't shaft Top of the shaft and a little bit of fucking sack. It's it's to drive all you, the ladies wild. It's something you don't get a lot in movies, even when they go full frontal. Like there's there's never just like, hey, we're gonna show the dick, but just just right at the at the pubic area. It's just an I've interesting dick neck. Dick neck. I wish I could claim that I wrote that, but I didn't. Dick That's butt. Like, what? Dick <laughs> butt. <laughs> Dick button, button. What's the dick butt? I don't know. That's what I thought she said. That's why I was asking what. Gotta be somewhere on the underside. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, clean up your dick butt. We gotta get Get it together, dick butt. (laughs) I'm Dick Butt, attorney at law. (laughs) That's a great name. All right, all right. Yeah. So um, he. Also, he fucking shoots at the tarantula before he runs back to the boat. Um, we mentioned the black jaguar. We see that. That becomes important later. Um, and then, uh, so the, now here's the big plan. They're going to sneak onto the construction site in construction uniforms, which I have a problem with later. Um, but we'll get there. Same. Um but so they get onto the construction site. Uh, they chain themselves to. By the way, if you watch this movie, you realize that like you know this kind of activism is pr- really pretty fucking easy and doesn't take a whole lot of effort really. And if you got Twitter followers and uh, you know a guy that you that'll get you onto the site, it's pretty simple to just chain yourself to some equipment and then just whip out your phone and start screaming. I'm filming this. Yeah. (laughs) Dick butt. (laughs) 
my dad, Richard Butt, he's a fucking UN attorney. <laughs> and he's on his way down here right now. <laughs> um, okay, well, the other thing is there's a private militia that's been hired to fucking, like, kill off these natives and, and help this, uh, this construction site, this construction company build whatever they're doing in the jungle. Um, and of course they pull all their automatic weapons on these, uh, protesters, but they're being filmed. So guess we're social def- media is their weapon. Yeah. <laughs> That's a line from the movie. Alejandro. Yeah. Alejandro at one point is like, you have to shame them. But I'm like, dude, come on. Um, but this was 2013. We didn't realize that shame fucking doesn't even fucking. 15. Oh, I thought it was 13. Um, it doesn't matter. Shame doesn't exist anymore, so. Um, alright. Well, fucking, uh, Justine's, uh, lock will not, uh, clasp. Um, and so they fucking yank her down, throw her down. They're gonna shoot her. And then, which Alejandro is like, you know, encourages, uh, you know, because her dad's a UN attorney. So if they kill her, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh my god, Alejandro, I can't believe you. <laughs> we literally just met, and you seem pretty fucking crazy, um, but I can't believe you're this crazy. I can smell your brute dick a mile away. Oh, yeah. See, no tarantula would go near that, because it's just fucking doused in okay. brute. Um, well, so they get taken into custody. Um... What does this say? Oh, yeah. They get taken into custody, and then uh, there is a... Uh, the the money man who's funding this whole operation for reasons. Um, he pays off the police to get their passports back, gets them on an airplane, and then they escape on the plane, and everybody's having a great time. Credits. Yeah. The green inferno's where we made lifelong friends. That was uh, until somebody got a barf in the sky. Oh man, that's okay. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie, honestly. Uh, the plane crashes, which there was a girl earlier who was like, "I hate being on these kinds of planes. I always think they're gonna crash." Which, by the way, I've been on a plane that small, and they did not allow that many people on that plane. <laughs> there was a lot of fucking people on that tiny ass plane. Um. So yes, the plane, uh, the plane begins to crash. They're losing altitude. They're spinning around in the air, fucking Judah Jonah, whatever. Um, yeah, Judah Jonah. Judah Jonah, dude, he barfs like while upside down. <laughs> yeah. It's this like anti gravity barf <laughs> effect. Yeah, it's and it so goes good. Down like down, but yeah, on up. his eyes and up his nose and shit. It was really good. Uh, one girl, her fucking nose is bleeding. Um. So the I took issue with some of the injuries here. Okay. They all have the same exact gash on their foreheads. There's one scene when they're a little later on. It like, like pans to each of them, and they all have the same exact cut on their forehead, and it yeah. drove me nuts. Well, it's a tiny plane. <laughs> Everybody's they're all like, the same every- height and just. Well, everyone leaned the same direction to get away from Judah Jonah's puke. Yeah. Touche. Mm. 
but that bothered me. Um, well, their plane crashes, uh, explodes, um, pieces of it are like thrown all over the place. Um, there's a really great gag here where they're like walking through the jungle and then someone, a body just falls out of a tree still attached to a seat. Hilarious. Um, (laughs) so funny. Man, Um, that pilot getting like impaled or decapitated with that. I guess it was like a limb. Yes. Holy it shit. wasn't even quite a decapitation. It like hit him right in the top of the mouth and yes. it just bent his head all the way back. It was still attached, but fucking he got that reach truth toothbrush shit going on. Oh man, <laughs> my favorite. If you pull that out in a movie, I'm I'm excited. Um, let's see. Um, well, they start to move through the woods, uh the jungle, excuse me. Um and they see some movement there. There's some people, maybe, and then arrow through the neck. Awesome. Hey, let's and not forget old boy that walked into the fucking propeller. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> the dumbass. Like idiot. He's all, well, he's all disoriented. Crash. He, just, he just hit his <laughs> head. He obviously has a concussion. He's, yeah, all he's like, got that oh, gas what? right here. Hey, Mr. Spinny guy, let me. Oh! <laughs> fucking forgot about that. Um,. That one, idiot that one chick gets an arrow through the neck and then like when they're trying to when they're trying to do something about it another one right in the fucking floor. it's alejandro's girlfriend he was all oh, like, you're yeah. gonna be okay you're gonna be okay and then the arrow just hits her in the forehead so some people get murdered immediately and then others get hit with the fucking trank darts um mm-hmm. just at random um, and then uh, Justine wakes up, and there's a man painted black, which, by the way, I know they're in the jungle, but offensive. Um, and he's just screaming what sounds like the word papaya. Um, <laughs> I wrote down papaya. And he's saying it over and over again. Um, and then the rest of the tribe painted red, which I know they don't know about American natives, but also offensive um somebody needs to take out one of those fucking cell phones and say hey you can't do this anymore well write a letter to the tribe i will and explain um not only are these people kind of painted uh different colors but they've got some they've got some interesting decorations around the campsite uh some mm-hmm. just some like wooden stakes with uh, heads on them or just skeletons a lot of body parts um really into halloween yeah not my motif you know i'm not into that texas chainsaw massacre uh you know body part decorating thing but hey uh your tribe you can do what you're gonna do, you know. Um, let's see. Something uh, that was really unsettling to me was how they were petting all the women's hair. Yeah, like yeah. they were, that got under my skin. Yes. Well, they they probably have never seen in uh, uh, white Blonde women woman, before. Yeah. Yeah, they were that whole touching scene. First of all, I don't like crowds anyway. Um, second of all, we're seven, eight months into this pandemic. I really don't like crowds. I don't like being touched as a general rule. Um, 2020 has enhanced that quite a bit. So when I see just a mob of people all touching somebody, it just really, that's one of those things that just freaks me. I don't, 
don't, I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like this crap. <laughs> Touching is not good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that kid was killed by the <laughs> You leave King Curtis out of this. Uh, that, that kid can go fuck himself. Hey, he's got royal blood, sir. Um, his name is Holland, and I won't have him besmirched on this show. You ought to take this out on the poor, defenseless food. <laughs> well, the old, uh, the old yellow mamma appears um, mm-hmm. here, and she she comes out and. Uh, they, uh, they, they, everyone else is put into like a fucking bamboo like cage, um, except for Jonah, who's strapped to a rock. Um, and then they, she's got some sort of fucking, I don't know, whatever her little tool there is, just gouges one of his fucking eyeballs out and then eats mm-hmm. it. That was gnarly and pretty unexpected, honestly. I wasn't, like, I knew, I knew he was effed. But I didn't know what was about to happen. I didn't expect that that eyeball scene, and that was pretty gnarly. Um, then she gets the other eyeball, eats that. Then cuts out his tongue, eats that. Which, by the way, not giving anybody else anything. Uh, sharing is caring. Um, She's the elder. That's it's true. For, it's hers for the taking. That's true. Yellow Mamma gets hers first. That's... <laughs> In the village bylaws, I forgot. Says that in the Bible, I think. Yeah. Um, Writing that down. (laughs) Yellow mammal gets hers first. Continue. (laughs) It's just it's the law. Um, And then they just start hacking him apart alive, which was just fucking crazy. Uh, That's yeah, each body part, and then like you know the fucking <laughs> they hand off the body parts, and they're like, yeah, I got the leg. <laughs> like, it's so I once his head is severed, the blood pours out of his neck hole into a little bowl, and then they drink it. And I'm just thinking about how hot and thick the blood is, and it just fucking upsets me every time. <clears throat> I don't like it. Now, if something See? weird. There's something weird about when when it's vampires. I'm like, yeah, well, of course, they're monsters that need that for sustenance. But anytime a human is like portrayed as drinking another human, it up it upsets me. Um, there's nothing supernatural involved. Though. They haven't made a pact with Satan. You don't know that. That's very true. Um. All right. So. Um. Oh. Uh, another scene I really liked. Um, we hadn't got to the part of the movie where I'm miserable yet. Um, that that's coming though. Uh, <laughs> all the, all this beginning stuff I'm still on board for, especially the um, the uh, seasoning scene uh, where they're just yeah they put some dry rub on Juno Jonah <laughs> and throw him in the smoker. In the smoker. Now I I currently live uh, in the St. Louis area where they don't believe in seasoning at all. So, um, no, yeah, all the food here is just, Can't confirm. just bland. And, um, so I was excited to see that, uh, you know, the cannibals at least care about curing that meat, you know, get some flavor in there. Uh, Take it to flavor town. That's right. Fucking, uh, 
Guy Fieri. <laughs> I, I would love to see this village on diners, drive-ins, and dives. I would have I would have loved just in the background, and you have to look for it. There's a cannibal that looks kind of like Guy Fieri, and he's got like sunglasses <laughs> on the back of his head. <laughs> he's giving finger guns. You have to look for him. He's not right there. In the, he's he's yeah. just back there, just all like, we're rolling out. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, okay. I'll tell you what my favorite scene is. It's coming right up. It's this scene, and this is the scene that should have uh, won this movie an Oscar for editing. Um, because somebody's got the bubble guts and she has to, uh, run over to one corner every time real quick, go for it. You're getting to it. But every time there's a scene with just someone has just explosive diarrhea. I always think of my two best friends, Caleb and Kendall, every (laughs) single time. Um, every time I'm just all like, they're going to like this scene. Every time, and it just brings the biggest smile to my face. I love this so much. Anyway, continue. It was horrible, but it was still so good because it was just a girl shitting her brains out. Not only that, like you're you're so under pressure and anxiety is it on high. You're gonna shit. Not only you're gonna have them anxiety shits. Not only is it shit, it is portrayed as very smelly by the village children. And it's making all the classic poop sounds. Yeah, and the, the rest of the, her crew in the jail cell with her are throwing up and not having a good time. We're in but the jailhouse man, now. That was, but I've, hang I've on. shit a lot in my life. Go for it. I've, and that's just I'm today. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure that this actor has as well. She knows, like, faces to make when you shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That wasn't none of them. No. <laughs> no. Have you ever been held captive in a Peruvian jungle by native? You know, I haven't. I haven't. No. Well, you ain't got them captive dumps yet. <laughs> captive dumps. They're um, you. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so here's, but here's what I really love about the scene. As it's happening, go back and watch that scene one more time. There's the most dramatic music that is playing over her having explosive diarrhea. It's like this swell of dum dum dum. Like it's just <laughs> dum 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 <laughs> dum 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 dum. Yeah, the saw music. Um, if you watch it, I was like, what? Like what choice was this? Where they're like, now we can't just let the poop scene go clean because there's poop noises and that's ridiculous so they put the scary music over it <laughs> it's fucking mind-blowing and uh it's i look cinematic dump <laughs> yeah they were like this is this is art god damn it this is not a joke wasn't even post-coital it sure wasn't hmm. um okay now it's immediately uh it's immediately followed up though uh I have a problem with the the immediate next scene as it relates to this scene. Um, The next scene is where they bring all the women out and strip them down and start inspecting them um, for what I I assume is whether they were were virgins or not. Um, Well, this is, that's the next morning. Yes. After, After nightfall is when Alejandro reveals that every all of this was just a PR stunt. This is before the girls oh, were, yes. were taken. Yes. <clears throat> but 
what, what's more important to me though, Kendall, is that when they are stripped down, um, diarrhea girl is in her underwear, which is spotless, by the way. <laughs> Did you hear that dump? Did you see anything that she's Did cleaning it up with? <laughs> and and yeah, she doesn't have a good. streak in them britches? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, you gotta quit talking about doo-doo. I'm supposed to confess myself. Mm-mm. A girl had some spick and span panties on. <laughs> I, I ain't buying it. <clears throat> so the so then they inspect the women and of course Justine, uh, total virgin, and uh, nerd. And this <laughs> ladies, this is this is important. If you don't want to get turned into like some weird, uh, fucking tribe sacrifice or something, just start banging everybody you meet. Everybody, men, women. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's well, pretty much, those are pretty much all the people. <laughs> if you're ever caught in this situation where the, you're held captive by Peruvian cannibals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you're fucked either way if you're a virgin or not. So oh, that's very true. Live your well, life. Well, Diarrhea Girl. the way you want to. That's true. Diarrhea Girl uh, expresses that, uh, that sentiment uh, very soon in the film. Yes. Um... Let's see, I wrote looking for a virgin, I guess, which I was I was right about. Um okay. They've got the uh they've got the plan. Now I think I missed something here. But they got this plan to escape. They're gonna use the the one guy's phone. The bald guy. Uh they're gonna use his phone Daniel. to dis what? Daniel? Hmm. Um, sure. mm. yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, they're going to use his phone to distract, uh, the guards. Um, and then, uh, this one chick climbs out of the cage and then she runs down the beach in a neon jumpsuit. Yes. That bothers me. And then later when the others escape, they don't think maybe we should take this fucking day glow jumpsuit off. Um, it's, it's impossible to hide in it in the jungle. Um, they needed some camo, brother. Uh, fucking the Guy Fieri cannibals, like he he already knew. <laughs> I spot that a mile away. Um, <laughs> that ain't money. <laughs> uh, she runs this boat. Maybe I just missed it, but like, what happened to her? So they're gone. they're feeding um, they're feeding the other captors later on, and you know homegirl looks down at her bowl and she notices the inside of the bowl is Samantha's tattoo, and then all the kids are playing with was that shavings of her body was that, that they were they were feeding her the yes. the okay. people in the jail cell her I yeah. knew I knew that part, but I didn't realize that that was the same chick. I thought the chick that ran into the I didn't realize the chick that ran to the boat was the girl with all the tattoos. Yeah. It is. Okay. Okay. Now now I'm back. Now I'm caught up again. I just thought there That's was another why, girl that I didn't see what happened to her. So the the girl who took off, mm-hmm. uh, Samantha, I think was her name. Mm-hmm. 
her girlfriend is the one that stayed behind. Diarrhea girl. Was diarrhea girl. Yes. That's why when she saw her girlfriend's tattoo at the bottom of this bowl, she fucking breaks it and slits her throat. She she breaks, and this happens there, not fucking around. This is like, this has got to be one of the most jarring suicides I've ever seen, where she's like, uh uh, smash, slit, dead. Enough. Um, yeah, but the, what you brought up with the kids playing with the pieces of tattoo skin, I thought all that was tattooed skin. I thought all that was really cool as well. It was just just very normal. Just so weird. (laughs) I wrote poop girl kills self. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a news headline coming up at 10. Poop girl. Like, oh no, not poop girl. Wait, the poop girl? Um, alright. So, here's where things start to get hinky for me. And it's like, I've been pretty on board with, with all this bad acting and all. Um, but this part of the movie was just, I found obnoxious. Was the plan to stuff a, a not a large amount of weed into this dead body. And that when they cooked that little bag of weed it would get the fucking tribe so completely stoned that they'd be incapacitated and like unable to stop them from escaping this whole plan was I just hated it and I was just like I just whatever well to be fair that Adam Levine from Maroon 5 looking dude who's funding this whole thing (laughs) When he handed Spikey the weed, he was like, be careful with that. This is strong. Yeah. Still, it's a fucking, like, the bag is, like, as big as the palm of my hand. Like, I'm just not buying Well, it. in the original script, he originally said, be careful with this. It's so strong, it'll knock out an entire tribe of cannibals in the Peruvian jungle. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> but they had to edit that down. It's they just, cut that for more shit noises. Yep. It was just I just didn't like that, and then and then the the this part happened, which you know is just an instant fucking no go for me. When Alejandro oh. just starts jerking off in the cage, I just was like, "Dude, fuck, come on!" What was that other movie we watched where that idiot was jerking off in that car? The battery. Oh, dude, when that happened, I was done with that movie, and the same thing happened today. I'm just like, this is so fuck. I don't, I'd forgotten about that part, and when I rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh, this Caleb's gonna check out right here." <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's exactly what happened because it's like I'll look at Dick Neck all I want, but as <laughs> soon as he touches it, he turn this some bitch off. <laughs> it just it just drives me nuts when these guys write these movies, and they're written by men, and you can tell because they can't stop talking about their dick or fucking touching their dick constantly. And it's like, hey, remember I got one of these? Let me fucking whip that thing around. I brought this from home. Uh, <laughs> I just it's so fucking stupid and then he's like I mean it adds nothing it's like it's not even funny it's just it's, it's just, just ha- there for shock value it's just <clears throat> happening and it's just like and the sound effect again much like the poop the sound effect is just like really it's just like fat, 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 but it's just like why like where is he like what I just <laughs> Where was the uh, bombastic score during that? Yeah, it's like, I want to play a game. 
Um, this is the only music I can do is What are you doing in the corner? I and and I wrote here's the here's my note jerking off fuck this movie, um <laughs> that was it I just it's so it's so fucking unnecessary and it's just like I don't know it just to me it's just it's, it's uh, juvenile egregious it's just yeah that's the thing there was no reason like his reason was you got to be relaxed and it's like well okay um all right just wait I mean we can just. Inhale some weed smoke because well, it's going to be so strong. Yeah, that little bag of weed Brother. got home. Spy Kids fucking dime bag gets burned up, and then the whole <laughs> tribe's like, You keep a knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking, they just get fucking ripped up. Um, uh, okay, now I was so irritated and like frantically taking notes that I missed something here, but uh, Justine and uh, Daniel get out, um, and Alejandro does something to fucking Spy Kid. Uh, he stabs him with a trank dart that was left in the the pen. That's right. But for but his reasoning was I can't be left alone when they come to eat us or something. I'm like, well, why don't you also escape? But I guess his fucking hands are too sticky from coming all over himself. Well, he explained earlier that, you know, when he admitted that this was all a PR stunt and that, uh, that Adam Levine looking dude Mm -hmm. is going to bring in bulldozers any minute now to knock down all these, uh, natives and knock down their shit. Got it. So he was just waiting until he got there. That's right. Um, so they, you know, they, they have to leave Spy Kid behind. And then, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Spy Kid wakes up, and there's two fucking, like, natives on top of him. And I hated this, too. He's, like, they're, like, laughing and stuff. And then he's like, oh, no, man, they got the munchies. Uh, just classic yeah, fucking. Bad. It's just like, I don't know. I like, I just, it's, once again, it's just like, hey, you know, you know about smoking doobies with my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so then he fucking, he, uh, <laughs> so then he fucking is like running off, but they eventually tackle him and eat him alive, which is uh, the gore effects here are great. But again, the whole tribe's so fucking high. They just got to eat him raw. Um, okay. There's a really precious moment right here where, uh, I mean, they're just like ripping them apart with their bare hands, but yeah, a, it's like a child, zombie moment. yeah, yeah. Uh, a child gets, gets one of his legs, like his clothed oh. leg and foot. It's so cute. <laughs> I did like that. Actually. <laughs> that, that, whole, like, that little stretch right there is very silly. And I laughed a couple times. Um, Okay, I got a big laugh coming up here as Daniel Ooh, and um, Me too. <laughs> Justine jumping into the fucking river. Dude, I fucking <laughs> yeah. laughed so hard. 
I immediately thought about uh, it's, uh, it reminded me of Michael Myers in Halloween <laughs> 5 when he was going down the fucking lazy river <laughs> I immediately <laughs> I immediately thought about the episode of Scrubs where JD crashes his scooter into a puddle and then he fucking goes he completely submerges <laughs> But like it is the tiniest little. She's like, all right. She just jumps right into it, and then and then the current catches her and fucking sweeps her down the river. I <laughs> She's just fucking gone. Man, oh I, god, I that was so really funny to me. But I hated this scene so much. I know. I mean, I, I can't promise how I would act if I were scared of drowning or being captured by people that might eat me. But mm-hmm. this was some big fucking acting. Oof. And it was terrible. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> it weren't good, friend. Mm-hmm. It weren't. Tore not. Um, well, they get captured again. <gasps> and uh, Daniel's tied to a post where they're just fucking beating him. Like breaking yeah, his, his legs. Leg. Yeah, <laughs> awful. Just beating the shit out of him. Um, with what looked like some sort of bone tomahawk. I don't know if everyone else saw that. Sure did. Sure did. Um, Came out the same year. Interesting. Big year for Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yeah. 2015. <laughs> well, um, he's getting, they're smearing him. I guess they found some of that girl's diarrhea, so they started like spreading <laughs> it all over. They were like, we got to save I thought this. they were putting that dry rub on him that they used on that meat. They got some of that sweet heat on him. Um, meanwhile, they're rubbing, you know, whipped cream or something all over, uh, Justine getting her ready for, uh, genital mutilation as it appears. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. they brought it up, so they got to do it. Um, meanwhile, they unleash an army of terrible CG dance on to the same ants from Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. (laughs) It was so bad. Oh, um, which is crazy because so much of the movie, the, the effects are so practical and I'm not saying they should have, I'm not saying they should have made like a million ants. No, they should have used real giant ants on that boy. <laughs> I'm not saying they should have like made a bunch of animatronic ants, but I don't know, maybe just have killed him in a different way. Cause it did not, it did not look good. Just chop him up. You're going to want those fake ants. You're going to want those cartoon ass ants. It's going to look good. <laughs> Um, let's see. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, uh, I wrote, they rubbing doo-doo on this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Um, oh, okay. Uh, uh, a kid shows up, um, with a head, like a construction worker's head. Yeah. And uh, then the whole then the whole tribe is like, all right, hold up with the castration. We gotta go, we gotta go kill some more, some more whiteies. Done showed up. Um, so the whole tribe leaves. This kid helps uh, Justine escape. Now it was worth noting earlier that um, she used her her necklace has a little whistle on it, and so she had played it for him earlier. Um, and music, you know, music tames the savage beast as they always taught me in, in Looney Tunes commercials, uh, commercials, mm-hmm. uh, cartoons. Commercial, yeah, huh? I was thinking about fucking Coca-Cola. I was the poor only. I have to watch the commercials. 
to night at night, and my dad's like, uh, uh-uh, we shut the power off at eight thirty. <laughs> Get your fill of TV before I turn it off for a week. <laughs> oh God. Oh shit. All right. Um. Anyway, um, so she escapes, uh, she goes to Daniel, Daniel's like, kill me, she can't do it, but the kid's got no problem, like, fucking slitting this guy's throat, he's like, I got it, don't worry. I got <laughs> it, whistle lady, get yeah, that. <laughs> I'm still totally eating this guy after you escape, by the way, like, I'm letting you go, but we are eating your friend, like, that's what we do. But he did show a little kindness, he blew that, uh, that Sleepy Tom dust in his face before that's he That's true, that, you know what, true. that was true. Showed a little mercy. Um, here's some just desserts that I like Alejandro begging Justine to let him out of that cage before she runs off yeah she just fucking leaves she him there says, no. um yeah I wrote something and then the word asshole and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh leaves asshole yeah that's what it was she leaves him there um she runs um, you know, the, the tribes people are chasing her. She runs into the woods or the jungle, excuse me. And, um, this is the part where she gets back to the black leopard and she has to like mm-hmm. sneak past it, which the leopard is cool with. But also the tribe is just like, hang on, don't shoot her with the darts. If she passes the black leopard, then she is legend or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like they just... A lot of time. Well, they, they said they established earlier that the the leopard takes uh, only attacks evil people and mm-hmm. t- drags their soul to hell. So she passed, and true according to the leopard, yeah, she I <laughs> she walked by a kind of a big cat. <laughs> people in the jungle don't make no sense. <laughs> Y'all need to get YouTube. Um, Um, all right, so then, um, okay, this is where she runs out into the fucking firefight between the, uh, uh, militia and the tribe, and then she just starts screaming, she's got a broken cell phone, and she just starts screaming, United Nations, Filmo, Filmo, just, uh-uh. So stupid. Like, I thought I thought we were going to get a fucking Night of the Living Dead situation here where she <laughs> escapes the tribe and then runs out only to be shot and mistaken for part of the tribe. Nah, he ain't that clever. No, definitely not. Um, I, I am confused by the entire rest of this movie. I, I don't, I'm so confused as to who is who. Dude, you got me. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) You're there to see the cannibals and the vehicle to get you there and the vehicle that takes you out. Who gives a shit? I just, I don't understand how between the the tribe, the militia, the uh, construction crew, the like demolition crew, who saved her? I don't know. The, because the militia doesn't, the militia doesn't kill her. But then he's all like, you, the phone you tricked me with wasn't even working. So, but I guess we'll let you go now. 
Ooh, bested by an American teen. And uh, then she gets, but this is where it gets even stranger, is that um, there's like this debriefing scene where she lies to cover up everything that happened, which I'm not really sure why. Um, Because the moral of the story is leave shit alone. I guess. And then, and then, ah, dude, I was, I fucking wanted to flip my couch over when she had the fucking stupid dream sequence where, like, what was that even? Like, hang on, we got to put a carry ending at the end of this, guys. Uh, she has a dream where Alejandro comes back and then she's got weird teeth that nobody had. And then she <laughs> eats him and then she wakes up and then there's another protest going on and... That's the movie. He's become like a martyr. He's, yeah. They're all wearing shirts where he looks like fucking Che Guevara. Yes. And all that shit. And then like his sister calls her in the middle of the night and is like, hey, we got to talk. And then it cuts to like a surveillance video of him looking up at the camera at a helicopter. He's still alive. Credits. Oh, that was not in my, that was not in my version of the movie. It was like a little bit into the credits. It was like ah, the credits. Credits. Once the credits started playing, I fucking... You probably I, checked the fuck out. Yep, <laughs> I don't blame you. I was, yeah. I was so Set happy. Set up a sequel that never came around. Uh, yeah, man. I did not like this movie. Um, I liked the... I mean, there was a lot of really funny stuff in it. Unintentionally funny. Um, I liked all the... I You know... The one thing, the one thing that the guy cares about and he's, you know, always puts his money into is his practical gore effects. But Mm -hmm. anything else that's ever going on in his movies, I just can't stand. I think his dialogue is so bad. I think it's just dumb. Like every, every movie he makes, every scenario he creates is fucking stupid. And then like something gross happens in it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But like everything else that happened here was just dumb. It's all juvenile and it's all for shock value. But it with is, all that I, said, I, I agree with you. But this is still, in my opinion, the only watchable Eli Roth film. Yeah, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rewatch it. it. To me, it feels like it's the same thing. When I saw Hostel, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. They cut some people up. But like everything else felt like a 15-year-old boy wrote this. And boy, he just has not matured in his art at whatsoever. He's just, I'm 15. Did you ever see uh, the house with the clock in its walls? Yes. Is that any good? Because he did that. That is pretty good, actually. I forgot that he did that. That is not bad. But it's like a family movie, which is really odd. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was, that, and I don't know if he wrote that or not, but that oh, was a, that was a pretty not. decent flick. But still, Goosebumps I like more. Um, but, uh, yeah, I forgot he made that. All right. So I like that movie, but man, when I just think about cabin fever, fuck that, um, uh, hostile this, I didn't even see that movie with Keanu Reeves where somebody knocks on his door. Like I can't even fuck with that. Oh, I heard that was awful. Oh, of course it is. I didn't watch, I didn't watch what was the death wish remake. Oh, and again, Eli Roth's a guy I like. I like this guy. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude in real life. I like uh, listening to him talk. 
I like his fucking, I like the way he thinks. He likes all the same shit I like. But then he makes a movie. And I get him confused like, with Zachary. What's his name? Zach from Saved by the Bell. Yep. When I wake I'm up in the morning, I'm shitting in the jungle, and I got my dick butt in full sight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Zachary Quinto? But they look like the same they person do to me. favor a lot. Oh, yeah. I think it's those eyebrows. I get them confused often. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I just, there's some cool, there's some really cool gore effects in this movie, but man, oh man, I, all the acting is terrible. All the, you're there for the jungle shit. That's all yeah. you, that's all you need to see. If you're, if you're wanting to watch this at home, skip to that part. I was there for the jungle shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Jungle shit. God, I just want to watch that scene again where she's just like pooping On and then the there's loop. a fucking Hans Zimmer score playing in the background. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. That was just magic. Isn't it great how much like her I love face it? lights up and she's just like, I need a bathroom. Good luck, she honey. Can't. It's the jungle. She broke character like 16 Man, times in a 30 second stretch. I'm just. Oh no! It was yeah. so bad. <laughs> I, what what movie? What was the movie we were watching where the people were taking a shower like they never bathed in their life? Every other Friday the Thirteenth. It must have been those. I remember specifically people. They get in the shower and they're just like, "Um, let me get my shoulders clean." And, and they then, don't well, fucking dry off before they get oh, dressed. It was a part three on the bed. where um, the pregnant chick was in the shower and she was standing at just an angle where water was hitting just her tits and she's just like, ooh, I'm getting clean. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. Some squeaky nipples. Uh, squeaky nipples. Squeaky nipples get the grease. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't quite hate this movie, but I was just like, Ugh. I mean, it's, it felt like an Eli Roth. I was like, yes, this is exactly what. Um, um Kendall, what's I'd have thinking? to, I'd have to give this an, a, a two out of five. I just, it was, I don't know. I'm, I'm with Caleb. I really like all the gore. It looked really cool. Most of it did. It just felt out of place and just there to be there, like. And I know Eli Roth is like the the torture That's, porn yeah. guy, yeah. but I think I I learned from this movie that I just don't really care for torture porn. It just I don't know. It just it, too gratuitous. I don't. It just didn't make sense. I don't know. It's whatever. <clears throat> I didn't care for it. Yeah. Two out of five. Will not watch again. Except for maybe that that shit scene. That's crazy. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Last time we watched a movie where Kendall's like, I wouldn't want. I, I know. <laughs> we watched, folks. We watched a movie one time that was just a guy shitting in a bucket for two hours, and Kendall's like, I'd watch that with some friends. That was. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if he could shit for two hours straight, then he has a problem. <laughs> yeah. A problem I want to see again <laughs> and again. <laughs> Bought that with friends. Bought the 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> oh 
Oh, man. All right, folks. Well, Eli Roth's The Green Inferno. It is on Netflix. Um, if you, if currently, if, if what I've, it's been on there for a long time. Cause I'm always like, I'm going to check this out. And I never do. And now I have, um, but, uh, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you did too. Cause if you, if you hadn't, it would have been hard for you to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I like the part where the flame turned green because of the magic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I like the part where like, the green dude was all like, "Get him, Inferno!" and then they took <laughs> off. The green Inferno was that diarrhea that girl was taking. That's what they don't tell you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks. If we've intrigued you, uh, this movie is readily available. So, sure uh, is. Check it out. Eli Roth's Jungle Squirts. <laughs> Jungle Squirt and man. <laughs> Hey folks, future Caleb's back jumping in. Uh, we're past Caleb, Doug, and Kendall have just finished talking about the Green Inferno and all the fun diarrhea that happened there. Um, that is the best part of the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so here is the part of the show where I was like, and next week we're going to watch Cannibal Holocaust and you guys are going to love it. Um, and then that didn't happen. So uh, cut that motherfucker out of there. And, um, yeah, so, uh, as I stated earlier, next week, uh, we're jumping into our brand new limited series. Um, I gotta improvise without my, my boy. Um, yeah, we're jumping into our brand new limited series, uh, Your Home for the Holiday. And, uh, that, uh, you know, as I, as I detailed earlier, we were watching home invasion movies, um, for Christmas, uh, isn't that fun? And, um, so, uh, we got some really cool ones picked out already. Uh, we are kicking off next week with Doug's pick and it is the slumber party massacre. Um, I saw this for the first time, uh, last year, uh, on Doug's, uh, Doug's birthday for Doug's birthday. I took him to a baseball game, uh, you know, cause I love him. Uh, I took him to a baseball game and I bought uh, tickets to uh, Late Night Grindhouse, which is this great fucking uh, double feature that we do here in St. Louis, uh, put on by the guys at DestroyTheBrain.com. Um, it, it's a ton of fun, but uh, it's uh, that was the first one that I was in town for, um, and they did uh, Slumber Party Massacre and Slumber Party Massacre 2. Um so, uh, uh, slumber party mask, slumber party massacre was a ton of fun and uh, I'm excited that Doug has picked it. I'm excited to, to break it down. Um, and, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, uh, check, there's going to be Christmas movie clips. You know, I like to do that and, um, you know, and we'll be talking about all things Christmas because I missed my whole uh, goddamn Thanksgiving people. And, um, so now I'm just going to like, I'm going to go, I'm going to lean in heavy to Christmas. I'm very, very excited. Uh, I bought a tree. I'm looking at it right now. Um, and I want to put the lights on this tree, uh, while I watch slumber party massacre. Uh, and so I can talk to my friends about it and, and talk to you guys about it next week. All right. Next week back here in the rant cave, uh, we're gonna have eggnog. 
Uh, we're gonna have boiled custard. Uh, we're gonna have a ham. We're gonna have uh, what do you guys like to eat uh, for Christmas or whatever holiday that you celebrate? What's your favorite holiday food? Hit us up and let us know, and we'll have it uh, here for you guys. And uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna spend the holidays together. I'm really excited about it. Uh, bouncing back from uh, terrible, terrible COVID Thanksgiving. Um, we're going all in on uh, home invasion Christmas. Get on board, people. There's nothing scarier than home invasion, and there's nothing better than Christmas. I mean, two great tastes that taste great together. You know what I'm talking about? All right, folks. Uh, let's see. I believe we got some horn to shoe and then some Rance Recommends. Uh, but we will be back here next time, uh, and, uh, next time, next week, and, uh, that's all I got. Thank you for being patient, and thank you for always listening, and, uh, like I said, be safe, take care of each other. All right, Caleb, uh, what do you, what do we got next? Here, uh, here this week, we still got a little bit of horn to shoe. Huh. Uh, folks, I don't have that many. Um, but what I do have is that, uh, the new film, uh, Freaky, uh, by the same director who did, uh, uh, Oh man, been hearing a lot of good shit about this. I have too. Happy Death Day. Um, we covered Happy Death Day here, um, in the archives, but that, uh, director also came up with an idea for a Freaky Friday, uh, a slasher movie. After oh, the success, that's this movie. I remember you talking about that a while back. Yeah, after the success oh, of the uh, Groundhog Day slasher movie, um, we're getting a, a body swap uh, slasher movie, which I love the idea of taking 80s comedies and turning them into slasher movies. I think that should be this guy's niche. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does next. But um, apparently, um, this one is rated R, so... Uh, you'll get the the same sort of uh, you know style of Happy Death Day, but without pulling the punches on the on the gore. Um, so that is exciting to me. Um, and also, it was announced that uh, the film is going to be released uh, in theaters uh, for what reason I cannot explain. Um, but. Uh, 17 days after that release, it will be available uh, to watch, uh, to purchase on uh, video on demand. So, um, just a couple weeks cool. from now, you'll be able to buy it uh, and watch it. So, look forward to that. Don't go to the movie theater. Um, it's sincerely yeah, worse don't. than it, it, it's it's sincerely worse than it's been all year. Um, so, please just wait, watch it at home, and then uh, talk about it with us because I'm sure we'll check it out. And that's all I really got. It was Friday the thirteenth. Right. I mean, that's like past. That's like past news. It was Friday the thirteenth at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Slow news day. <laughs> Let's talk about the dates that have passed. I remember the fucking seventh man. That Ooh. was good. That was a good day. <laughs> that was the best day ever. Um. All right. Well, that's all I got. So let's, uh, why don't we rants recommends this bitch? I got one. I'll go first real quick. Ooh. Do it. I watched two things, but I'm going to recommend one. 
I immediately uh, want to know what's not getting recommended, but uh, I, I'll go to that one first. Okay. Um, it is Vendetta, starring Dean Cain in The Big Show. Oh well. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's the only Sasuke Sisters movie I haven't seen. Ah, they gotcha. didn't write it. They were just directors for hire with this gotcha. one. Gotcha. And uh, it's it's not that great. Mm-hmm. It's um, basically Dean Kane is a cop, and Big Show is a fucking crime lord, and he does him wrong, and then Dean Kane does some shit to go to jail to just beat the shit out of him. It's like Death Wish and The Punisher, all that kind of vengeance shit. Gotcha. I mean, it's watchable. Uh, but I don't re- but, recommend watching. But forgettable. He does yank a sink off of a bathroom wall and beat a guy to death with it. So that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. The fight scenes are cool in it. So he also watch the fight scenes brass on knuckles out of like pipe um, clamps and okay. he puts screws in them and he beats this guy's face in with it. Well, that sounds cool. Watch the fight. You're not recommending this? No, yeah. because man, that it's it's. Because then you got to deal with a lot of... 45 Dean, minutes longer than it should be. You got to deal with a lot of Dean Cain delivering exposition, I imagine. Yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah. Just uh, see if you can find a super cut of the fight scenes on YouTube or something. Nice. But what I did watch, and I am recommending... Here we go. Is, um, are any of you familiar with the old 60s television show for kids called the banana splits yes Mm -mm. it's like live action you know you know who hr puff and stuff is yes Mm -hmm. it's the same people who made that but this was before h and r puff and stuff these weird big elaborate costumes they look like chuck e cheese people walking around well last year they made a banana splits movie but it is a horror movie i remember this they somehow got the rights to use these characters and even though it's a kid's show they made it into a horror movie where in the movie they still have their show and is very popular but the characters are not people in suits they are robots okay and so a family uh on the kid's birthday he's in love with this show and has been forever yep uh they go to a taping and guess what happens a robot and go bad yep no mm-hmm. you see everything coming a mile away but goddamn, i had fun on the ride and these fucking big ass stuff animal robots just kill some fuckers left <laughs> and right you know i remember this coming out and i remember reading that it was a horror movie and i was like wait what the fuck I've never heard anything about this. Yeah, but that yeah. I completely like, forgot that. My it mom existed. used to watch that show because that's the only way I remembered it. Because yeah. I remember they announced it, and I was like, "Oh, I know the Banana Splits," and I was like, "It's a horror movie," and I was like, "What? Where did you? But, uh, um, where did you watch this?" I bought it at Walmart. It's three dollars. Nice. So I was like, "I got three dollars to spend on this shit." Huh. And it is—it's fun. It's stupid. I fucking one of my favorite things on the planet is when someone takes a super silly concept and treats it serious as a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And that's what this does. And yeah, it's I so like stupid too. and so fun. I loved it. Interesting. Yeah. I forgot. All, I forgot this existed. And I remember reading it. And I'm like, this sounds insane. Um, well, I'll check it out. If you like child's play and shit like that, just I goofy do. shit that's taken seriously. There you go. Banana splits. 
Have fun. Watch a big old fucking robot dog kill some motherfuckers. Sweet. Is it like, is it rated R? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. They hacking fuckers up. Wow. All right. <laughs> Banana Sliss. That's the fucking quote on the box. <laughs> the Banana Sliss. They hacking fuckers up. <laughs> they drive around in this little car. It's like a little clown car. And they running over people with it and shit. It's so great. Can't tell you. The, one of my favorite things in the world is when Doug gets excited about something that he's recommending and like the look of joy in his face as he remembered that car and was telling us about it. Like you folks at it's home so don't great. get to experience I love it. dumb shit so much. <laughs> oh man. The banana splits, everybody. All right. Have fun. And watch I'll a fucking robot monkey and a fucking robot dog just hack up some folks. Man. No, I don't want to spoil it for you if anyone wants no, to watch it. There's, watch it. There's, a, there's a part that's really super fucking dark in it. <laughs> Darker than hacking fuckers up? Well, what they do with the pieces. Oh, excellent. They don't fuck them. Oh. Spoilers, they don't fuck them. <laughs> do they have diarrhea? Oh, what you were looking for, them. I'm sorry. They don't shit in them either. Robots don't shit oh, that's that I'm true. aware of. That's true. <laughs> well, in my movie. <laughs> Your extensive research. <laughs> Yeah, if you like fucking robots killing people, like Chopping Mall or even the hell the new child's play, check out the Banana Splits. And you guys be on the lookout oh, for you guys be on the lookout for my next production, Shit Circuit. <laughs> robots finally shit. <laughs> robots finally shit. He just tickled himself to death. You guys, there's a robot, and it shits. With a subtitle of robot. <laughs> there he goes. They got him on the shit by shit. The subtitle of the robot's finally shit, as if America's been waiting for With an exclamation point. Finally, the movie with the balls to show the robot shit. We've all been waiting for it. I mean, goddamn robot movies if we had to endure. <laughs> robots can't shit. Finally, a movie for me. <laughs> Where did the shit go? God, that is a good movie. That is a good movie. I haven't movie. seen that in a long time. Oh, fuck. All right, Kendall, you got something to recommend? I broke my brain over here. I got a big old, big-ass list to recommend. Uh, all right, you ready? Yes. <clears throat> Go. Uh, I watched uh, on your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I watched on your recommendation from last week, uh, Possessor, mm. which I thoroughly enjoyed. It's super fucking crazy, right? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I want to so get that. It's good. It's really, it's just a, I don't know. It's cool. It's it's artsy, but it's fucking, it's a really good looking movie. I like it a lot. It's good. Um, I watched uh, Mystery Train. Have you guys ever seen Mystery Train? I've never heard of it. And no, I it don't is. pay for those websites. <laughs> it I <is>. it. <laughs> <laughs> Chicory. <laughs> <sighs> um, 
Mystery Train is a Jim Jarmusch uh, movie shot entirely in Memphis. It's not the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, it's pretty. It's like a. I wouldn't say it's like anthology. It's very like vignette-y. Mm-hmm. vignette-y. Mm-hmm. Um, it features a very young Steve Buscemi. Um, it's got a pretty big cast list, but it, it was really... How old is this? Uh, 89, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not 89 years old, but from the year 80. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was, uh, it was, it's, I think it's really cool to see like things in a movie that you're very familiar with. So it's worth a watch hey, if you're from the I saw Captain Marvel with my wife and when fucking Samuel Jackson <laughs> said they were flying over Memphis, she fucking had a giggle fit right there. In the <gasps> ah, from the place he mentioned. Well, mystery train is for her. Oh, well, um, let me go wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also rewatched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Always a classic. Mm. I mean, always. That movie's so good. Watch. Man, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It's great. Oh, it's if you watch it as an adult, it takes on a whole different. I don't think I've ever watched it as an adult. I'd recommend. Maybe do. <laughs> Very good. Um, I also, speaking of chicory, uh, I watched Shape of Water. Finally. Mm, I love that Richard movie. Jenkins. Um, I really liked oh, it's it. It's on my list. So I've always wanted to watch that. I, uh, I didn't like it immediately after I watched it, but like the more I think about it, the more I like it. Oh, um, lot. Yes, I, I recommend. Uh, I mean, it's just it's a very pretty movie. I love I love Guillermo. I love how much he loves monsters, and he, the way he makes monster movies like i don't know there's just this really like i don't know like he like he just like they embody all that love that he pours into them and it's just he does really beautiful things with like really it's very charming grotesque things it is very charming it's good i do recommend um and michael shannon come on guys fucking oh my god he he does a very good Michael Shannon in this movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, Michael Shannon is his Michael Shannon is top notch. Uh, I also watched Idle Hands for the first time ever. Devin no saw it. You've never seen that before. Never saw it before. I love that it's, movie. It's very silly. Um, oh, you know I love Evil Dead too, and yes. it was like. An entire movie of just my favorite part from Evil Dead 2. And it was just so good. I loved it so much. So stupid. So good. Um, So, yeah, I recommend that. And the last thing I watched, finally, is uh, Ready or Not. Ooh. Man, so good. So good. That movie is good. Both of y'all have seen it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So good. I I just love Tomorrow Weaving. Those same directors are doing Screen Five. Interesting. I mm-hmm. man, I'm I'm so excited about Scream, and I like those guys a lot. But I just man, it just feels so weird to do it without Wes. But I guess it does. But they, they got some confident. That's they a do. confident team of directors right there. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Yeah, they can clearly handle like you know the horror and the entertaining, like hand in hand. So. 
I mean, uh, I want to oh, see it, obviously, because I, I, I love the franchise, but mm-hmm. it just feels weird. Um, I'm going to recommend one more thing, uh, just because it's such a feel-good thing to watch. Uh, I know y'all don't care, but Great British Baking Show, its newest season is going strong, and it's really fucking good. It's so wholesome, and it's a lot of fun really? to watch. It's so good, y'all. British. <laughs> it's so good. Girl, those British (laughs) competition shows are so fucking wholesome. It's not like, I know I've gone on about this before, but it's just different from like American competition shows. It is nice to see something that isn't American and just fucking greedy and just fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, but. uh, God damn it. Just like, making the words of us. Um, yeah, well, that's good. That's a good description, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm blanking. My, my brain quit working. Sorry. No, you. No, I, I get what you're saying. America is terrible. <laughs> and, like, y'all, they're going about it so well. So, like, they started doing filming, like, during the global pandemic. <clears throat> and they made it a point to say, like, all of our contestants are, they are living on site here. We have, like, a bubble like they're secluded from their families. Like typically it's, they're like pretty local to where the competition is and they go home like every week and they just come back on the weekends for the competition, but they are making them all live there on site. And like, yeah, it's what the um, NBA did. That's, yeah. Glorifies. That's the word I was looking for. Sorry. It took me an hour <laughs> to figure it out. Good on you. America glorifies the worst of us on TV. Yeah, they do. They do. It's true. Well, no, I mean, great British baking show. You got somebody that's done with the, like, they're waiting for their cake in the oven. They go help the person at the table next to them. It's just the sweetest damn thing I ever did see. <laughs> so good. And I'm usually not into that kind of shit, but I'm really glad whoever turned me on to that did because uh, I love it. Good time, wholesome. That's all I got. We need a little wholesome sometimes. Now, what the world needs right now is love, sweet love, (laughs) and also and also shit circuit coming soon, folks. And shitting robots. (laughs) Wait for that third movie where they meet. Oh man. Jungle in the jungle. <laughs> uh, now I'm just thinking about Jungle to Jungle starring Tim Allen because <laughs> he's a piece of shit. You're gonna remake that with a shit with a shitting robot? Yes. <laughs> nice poochie poochie. I remember. It's a beautiful line of dialogue. In a children's movie. Um, I didn't watch anything new this week. I did watch a couple of old uh, favorites, a couple of old standbys. Sometimes I like to, you know, throw on a movie I've seen a bunch, but have, maybe haven't seen in quite a long time. And I watched The Big Lebowski this week, which I haven't seen in years, probably, at this point. Um, have you checked out that Jesus movie yet? I have not. Um, I'm aware of it and, um, I would like, I mean, I would like to watch it. Um, 
Wait, yeah. is it John Turturro? I don't know yes. if I know anything yeah, about it. It just came out. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched Big Lebowski in a while, and I loved it. And I remember uh, I was on the hunt for this movie because Doug was like, Big Lebowski is like one of the best Coen Brothers movies. And I'm like, I've never seen it. And so I would go anywhere that sold <laughs> used DVDs. Oh, I'll Hunting I think I did for, say the best. Uh, hunting for uh, this movie, and it, after a few weeks, I finally found a copy, and uh, and got to watch it. But yeah, um, rewatched it the other night. Uh, still pretty amazing. Um, not getting any less perfect. So, uh, Big Lebowski. If you haven't watched it, or maybe you haven't watched it in a while. I put it on. Time to return to yeah. the Lebowski. Um, and another uh, another old older film. Um, I watched uh, When Harry Met Sally. It's a it's one of my fall time movies because there's lots of sweaters and stuff in the movie. Um, my criteria for fall movies is uh, you know obviously leaves and sweaters. <laughs> this movie has lots of both. Um, but you know, it is like the original, uh, romantic comedy and, uh, it's like the, the bar is set pretty high there. Um, so, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, it's still fucking great. It's so good. Rob Reiner, fucking great fucking movie. Um, oh, and I have a new podcast, uh, not new. It's been out forever. I've just never listened to it, and I don't know why, because uh, it's right up my alley. But uh, Doug, uh, have you listened to Conan O'Brien's podcast at all? Yeah, a couple episodes here and there. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. It's great mm-hmm. if you like listening to Conan interview people, and you like that interview to be more than two minutes on his TV show. Um, he just has great sit down talks with. All kinds of people. Have you? When's the last time you seen his show? Uh, I know that it's been updated. I haven't seen it in years. They cut it. It's thirty minutes. Yeah, and it, it it's different, and everything is just rushed now. So, I think they're trying to kick him off TV slowly. I think he's. I yeah. I don't know the whole. I think he's trying to like change the whole model of of like late night TV or whatever. I think they wanted the show to be more like. Um, the Daily Show or like uh, the John Oliver Show, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they're trying to, you know, that's what's hot right now. So I think they're trying to do that to Conan. But I, just him sitting down and interviewing people is is what I love. You know, I mean, I love all the sketches too, but um, like he's just so good at talking to people. So I, I've listened to a bunch mm-hmm. of them. Um, but yeah, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Ooh, hang on. Turned into a robot on my end. Sounds normal now. I was, I was afraid one of us was about to start shitting, and I wasn't gonna have my camera running. <laughs> we got very robotic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Great podcast. I mean, th- he's been doing it for a while now, so you can just like scroll through the feed and find people that you think are interesting. He interviewed Tom Hanks. Really good. Um, you know. Uh, who was, gosh, I don't know, um, had a really cool conversation with, like, Bruce Springsteen, uh, 
really good conversation. I mean, there's tons of them. Michelle Obama's been on there a couple times. Um, comedians, actors, musicians, everybody. It's just cool. Um, and also, like, you know, the, the people that, like, the producers that he does the show with are really funny, so. Mm-hmm. And he's just fucking, you know, he's just, he's insane and hilarious, so. Uh, Michael Che was on one recently. It was very, very good. Michael Che is fucking hilarious. Dude, Michael Che is fucking good. And they were telling, they were like trading stories about writing for Saturday Night Live. And it was really, really good. So yeah, that was something I've been listening to a lot this week. Cool, cool. And I think that's it. I think that's all I got. A couple of oldies, but goodies. And then uh, another podcast that, you know, dipping into. Oh, and Sweet. I read a book. And I read a book. I've been doing a lot. And I read a book and about read... shitting. It's right here. Uh, the only <laughs> good Indians. I don't have the sleeve. It's downstairs. Are but... shitting robot Indians. <laughs> um, it's really fucking good. It's a horror novel. Um, real short, like 320 pages, maybe. Less than that, 310. Um fucking uh really great it's like this uh native american ghost slash monster story and for maybe 100 pages it's like setting up and it's interesting is it about the wendigo Mm-mm. it's, it's the only uh, native american monster i'm familiar with well, this is more like a, it's tough to explain. Basically, um, basically, uh, this guy, when he's young, he goes hunting and he kills this pregnant elk and then the vengeful spirit of that pregnant elk is like haunting him and like maybe possessing him. I'm not entirely sure. And it gets super fucked up. Um, but it's called The Only Good Indians, and the author is Stephen Graham Jones. It's a pretty recent book, um, but if you're into horror, uh, it was pretty fucking horrifying, <laughs> so check it out. Cool. I loved it. Loved it. And that's really all I got now. Cool. Well... If y'all want to talk to us, it's carpenterrantspod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Subscribe and on iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. And tell a friend. Tell your mamma. Yeah, We're when here. you're having a Zoom chat with your mamma, tell her to check out the Carpenter Rants. Mm-hmm. All those mammals love Zoom. Yeah, yellow mammals especially. And you know what they say about yellow mammals. They get theirs first. Yeah, they do. Yellow mammal gets theirs first. Get them things first. So I'm going to have some pecan pie, um, big old glass of eggnog. Um, that's right. Uh, we do this every year. You already know. Uh, turkey leg. I block it out because that shit's gross. Uh, I love it. Solution, <laughs> so you just got to like them both. You're a boiled custard guy, right? Yes. I love them both. Yeah, I was about That's to say fine. I'm I'm not against boiled custard. I think Doug just doesn't like eggnog. Is the problem? I, it's yeah because it's not good. Oh man, so thick. 
It's just like drinking the sweetest snot. <laughs> mm. With nutmeg. All right, folks. With nutmeg. <laughs> yeah, snot now with nutmeg. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to TCR. Uh, we've been the Nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Joe. I'm Kendall. Keep on ringing. Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.